Well, hello and welcome everybody to another of our Tidings of Comfort and Joy podcasts this Advent. And with me today, I have Lindley Bennett. Good morning. Lindley, before we get to why I've asked you to join us, what's your favourite thing about Christmas and Advent? Well, the music, Martin. What else? What else? What else? Right, talking of music, what's your favourite carol, Lindley? We're asking some of our worship leaders what their favourite Christmas carol is. What's yours? Oh, it was a difficult question. I have a lot of favourite carols and obviously all the standards that we all know, Hark the Herald, I absolutely adore because how can you go wrong with Charles Wesley and Mendelssohn? Uh, so there are many like that that I, I, I just love to sing as often as I can. Yep. But there are a lot of carols that are not so common that I also think are beyond beautiful. And one of my absolute favourites to sing, and I've had the privilege to sing so much Christmas music and play so much Christmas music, but my, one of my favourites is a carol called Jesus Christ, the Apple Tree. And I had never heard of this. No, I didn't think you would. <laughs> you know, it's not congregational in that sense. Yeah. It's most often sung as a, an item in a nine lessons and carols type service. It's difficult to sing. It's a um, choir piece. It's a choir piece. And, I mean, the music is just beautiful. I, I find it deeply moving. Even if there were no words, I would listen to it. Yeah. But I like the poetry. I like that the poetry is it's a little more abstract, you know, and it's talking more about sufficiency of Christ yeah. than just telling the Christmas story. It's a little bit C.S. Lewis-like, you yeah. know, it's a bit Narnia, this idea of this absolutely glorious, incomparable tree that is completely satisfying. But the idea doesn't originate with Lewis, does it? This draws on some biblical themes as well. Yes, I think there's a reference to it in uh, Song of Solomon. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I don't know the whole passage so well as to give an, you know, comprehensive exegesis. But, and obviously it sounds very much like the garden yeah. and the perfection of that time. I think in Europe and particularly in England, an apple tree was used because it's firstly it has the glorious blossom and then it has this sustaining fruit. Okay, tell us a bit more about the poetry. So it's set to a beautiful tune. There are some remarkable lines in it, aren't there? There are. I don't know whether it would be helpful to read it. Yeah, why don't you? Okay, I'll read it. It has a, a few short, six or so short stanzas, but it tells the story of a person recognising the beauty of the apple tree and then this sitting, leaning against the trunk of the tree, feeding on the fruit, uh, resting in the shade and, and seeing the beauty that's in, incomparable. Which arguably we need more than ever, not just in the busyness of Christmas, but in this time of chaos we're in at the moment. Right. And I, and I actually think every Christmas, even before this particular Christmas, there is so much chaos. There's so much, there's extra stuff on at school and there's, well, you know, there's extra stuff for me in choirs. And <laughs> But Carol's talk about looking forward to the coming of Jesus. But we're doing that sort of metaphorically because we know he has, he has come. And now we look forward to the return. But in the meantime, what we also celebrate at Christmas is just resting in the knowledge that this amazing event has brought us to this moment where we can sit beneath this apple tree and, and just take all that it offers. Let me read. The tree of life my soul hath seen, laden with fruit and always green. The trees of nature fruitless be compared with Christ the apple tree. His beauty doth all things excel, 
by faith I know, but ne'er can tell, the glory which I now can see in Jesus Christ, the apple tree. For happiness I long have sought, and pleasure dearly I have bought. I missed of all, but now I see, tis found in Christ, the apple tree. I'm weary with my former toil. Here I will sit and rest a while. Under the shadow I will be of Jesus Christ, the apple tree. With great delight I'll make my stay. There's none shall fright my soul away. Among the sons of men I see there's none like Christ, the apple tree. I'll sit and eat this fruit divine. It cheers my heart like spiritual wine. And now this fruit is sweet to me that grows on Christ, the apple tree. This fruit doth make my soul to thrive. It keeps my dying faith alive, which makes my soul in haste to be with Jesus Christ, the apple tree. Thank you. I think that stanza, for happiness I long have sought, Hmm. you dearly I have bought. I missed of all, but now I see, tis found in Christ the apple tree. If that isn't a verse for our world today in its pursuit of pleasure and happiness in all the wrong places. Absolutely. And I, I even think of, you know, what it would have been like for, you know, the wise men to arrive with all their wisdom and their riches and their life experiences and, and their ability to travel right across to then look on him and see, see that, that all they have had before was nothing compared to what they're seeing in this baby. And how they then kneel down and worship. Right. Them. And I think that sense of, in the poem of being at the foot of the tree yeah. You know, it, it takes you to that idea of the foot of the cross and not just the idea of laying a burden there, but also receiving that grace of the spiritual food and the shade and the rest. And so when you add that beautiful poetry to the beautiful music, if it's beautifully sung, <laughs> I've had one or two occasions when uh, <laughs> it hasn't been my favourite. But I think people feel sometimes tired. They say, I'm tired of Christmas carols. And that's because they listen to maybe just, you know, some popular renditions of the same ones and with all the best verses removed. But, for instance, there's an amazing Christmas album by the King Singers with lots that you will have never heard sung absolutely flawlessly or the College Cambridge, the choir there. And there are lots and lots of wonderful choirs and vocal groups singing carols that you will be sorry you didn't listen to before. Indeed, something transcendent. Absolutely. Especially, I cannot recommend enough listening to the King singers sing a cappella, dozens and dozens of carols that you may have maybe heard in passing from time to time, but it will bring out something else at, at Christmas, make you listen to the lyrics anew, I think. Well, thank you, Lindley. We're going to put a recording of Christ the Apple Tree at the end of this podcast. And thank you for educating me again. <laughs> well, you feel a stone. I need. <laughs> I am glad to... Uh, to share this beautiful music with you. Lindley, thank you. God bless you. God bless everybody else. Thank you.